Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You have now entered into Squared Circle 101. You got the Titanian Stallion, aka Sunny Ill. Now with me, my man right here, had to switch from Cavassier to Crown because he kept being mistaken for Leon Phelps. My man, Shooter. How you doing today, brother? Man, I told you I wasn't ready. He still gonna start his job anyway. That's man. why I love it, because we're here to discuss the sweet science. I need you on your toes. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Gmail is at Squared Circle 101. Or talk some smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Tell us we suck. Or just show us some love. It's all good. Now, I want to show some support. For people that support us. I'm talking about CrossFit Fitness Wellness. IAMRCF.com They support the show and we support them. If you're in Western Washington, you want to be better, then be better with the best in Western Washington. King 5 News and Evening Magazine. Three years in a row. Go to the website. IAMRCF.com Find the location near you. Give them a call. Set the appointment. You get two weeks free. If you just say Squared Circle 101 sent you. And check it out. Test yourself. See what you got. Now my man shoot over here. I like to catch him off guard. Throw him little left hooks, uppercuts. You know, keep you on your toes. You get counted and knocked out when you do that, though. Yeah, that's probably right on that one. <laughs> You're probably right on that one. You're probably right on that one. But now that we told him how to feel good and feel better with CrossFit, can you make me feel even better Today, man, I think I can actually, man. Especially with the last weekend we had, we went to the Battle of the Boats in McQueen. Um, EQC. Shout, shout out to Brian Holquist uh, for meeting up with him, one of the promoters out here, man. So we should, the only know, promoter out here. Yeah, um, we got a lot of love out there, man. So I apologize that. And it, so with this past weekend, one of the fighters Swing that we one, uh, shout out. We got a uh, we had Zach Cooper uh, a couple weeks ago. He fought, and then especially with. Uh, with this Leo Santa Cruz and his Carl Frampton fight coming up. So after the first fight, you know, Leo Santa Cruz lost. Uh, one of the things I I came across that I liked was uh, failure is a bruise, not a Ooh. tattoo. So it's nothing that's going to be permanent. But it's just like we always say, the comeback is always greater than the fall. So you take that, you learn from it, and you keep it moving. One more time. Failure is a bruise, not a tattoo. So it's nothing permanent that's going to stay with you. Unless it's a girl's name. That's not your daughter. That's not that a... That is a that, failure bruise right there. Right, that is a failure bruise tattoo. You better have that covered over at least with a bu- with a butterfly like game on his face or something. Even he changed the butterfly. <laughs> like Gucci Mane with, with the ice cream. What's up with these dudes in these tattoos? At least... At least Iron Mike got the got the tribal. He got a warrior. He got a warrior he got a, tattoo. He got a warrior tattoo. That, was, that makes him look scarier, right? And then uh, he actually said, talked about. He said, he said that. He said. I got a warrior tattoo on my face that shows I'm a warrior. He Gucci shows that his he just wants to get licked on his face. Some ice cream. He's some ice cream. But if Tyson says anything about you, you really gonna do anything about it? No, 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 no. The name's still gonna ring out. Yeah, I got ice cream on my face because I want to get licked. That's 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 true, Tyson. That's true. Anyway, man, what we got? What we got coming up? You know, we want to recap some of the fun we had this weekend at the Battle of the Boat at Emerald Queen. If you're local. You got to come out there when we come out there because we have a good time because our, our buzz is growing. You're going to see our spot is growing. Pretty soon, we're going to have our own section. 
Bear witness as we talk our way to the top. This is your power hour of pure entertainment, and we're here to discuss the sweet science. Now, Zab Judah had a fight. It wasn't televised. We saw the highlights on YouTube. It looked like yeah. it looked like a scene from the first Rocky movie when he was fighting Spider Rico. Nah, it looked it looked like a street fight with somebody had no who was running his mouth drunk and had no business being in there. Yeah. It was I mean, when's the last time Zab Judah knocked anybody on the second round? No shade. No shade. But like yeah. seriously, man, this yeah. dude, he was what are you doing? You're going against an all-time great, and it was just a guy. He's a nobody. Yeah. So, but I guess Zeb yeah. Judah put a, put him away like he's supposed to. He put him away like he was supposed to. I would have took the fight. I would have took the fight. You might have had to pay me a little bit more, but I would have at least lasted two and a half rounds. Two and a half. You would have lasted. Two I would have lasted two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half rounds. But Zab, I love you. Got one of them records that you know the best losses out there because you don't duck anybody. Don't become Roy Jones. That's all I'm going to say. If you got it in you, you got it in you. Now, the recap of this weekend is going to be Tito Ortiz and Chael Sonnen. Not. That was like a borderline gay porn. Now, this was a fight that should have happened 10 years ago. Chael Sonnen is probably third best talking under me and you, of course. And all he does is just regurgitate horrible rap lines. But he's still entertaining. And as usual, he just wants to wrestle and brawl. Wrestle with Tito Ortiz, and that's all it was was a wrestling match. Two dudes rolling around in their tights. WWE would have been more entertaining, unless you're a wrestler or jujitsu expert. It might have been more entertaining for you, but that's all we're gonna give them because this was a fight that should happen ten years I'm, ago. I'm really, I'm really glad that you didn't ask me about this fight because you know I. What the good rather... news is, is in ten years we could become Bellator fighters. Based on why would I want to do that? We'll see how the money's going. <laughs> just, just we'll see, Max. Dynamite. We'll see what's going on there. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't get ahead of yourself. So we got some fights coming up this weekend. We got some news we want to go through. We got Lamont Peterson being added to the February 18th card with Adrian Broner. Yeah. So that's good. He's fighting. Oh, we got to look this guy up. His name is David Oyasano. And he is the current WBA champion, or interim champion, I believe, at 140. And that was just added to the bill. Also, Eurokis Gamboa, he's still fighting, believe it or not. Yeah, I know I know that. He just got signed. Just got signed who? I don't remember. Talking all that smack like yeah. you know something. No, I did. I did. Uh -huh. I told you. You told me yeah, old news, yeah, man. Yeah, I told you old news. What's that old news? Yeah, I don't remember, man. Uh -huh. I got so much going uh -huh. on, man, I trying to keep remember. you up and so. stuff. Yeah, um, stop talking to them girls. Shoot We hear the ladies' man, Leon Phelps. Eurogan Scamboa just got signed to Golden Boy Entertainment, which is good because Golden Boy just got that deal with ESPN. For how many? Do you remember how many fights it was? It was like thirty fights. Like over thirty the, fights. Like thirty fights over the next two years or something like that, or next next few years actually. They locked it up. Looks like they kind of stole it away from PBC. So you gotta you gotta have you gotta have fighters we'll if you want to fill yeah, these cards. Well, we'll yeah, that's what I was about to say. We'll see because the thing about PBC is they had so many cats on there, and it was whether it was two fights. Usually there were about uh, two fights per card, but they always were entertaining. PBC was. Whether it was on Spike, whether it was on NBC, any one of them, like they they made it. They so. were entertaining. The only bad thing was that they were so entertaining, they were able to distract us on who was fighting regularly, who wasn't. Some fighters only fight once last year. Some fought twice. So, so with this happening, if they're gonna be on ESPN, you know what that means, man. It means you get to see your boy Teddy Atlas a lot more. How you My feel man, about Teddy that? Atlas. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because if the fights aren't entertaining, Teddy Atlas will. 
he will definitely be entertaining. Now, I was reading something. Billy Joe Saunders is running his mouth again. Now, there is a possibility that Triple G could be looking ahead of Daniel Jacobs. Because Billy Joe is talking a lot about a possible fight with him and Triple G in Kazakhstan. Do you think Triple G would look past Daniel Jacobs already? Uh, he better not. He better not. Daniel Jacobs is still a dangerous man. You never want to look at the fighter after. Kazakhstan, yeah, that's where Borat's from, right? I think so. If, if That'd be great. I would love to see him at front row at that fight. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that nah, be but hilarious. Uh, you, can't, you can't overlook... Uh, you can't overlook... Your fighter, you got to take your fighter in front of you first before you, um, before you get in there. I this mean, you is can miracle listen, man, but you Daniel Jacobs. Whether or not anybody believes he has a chance to win, you still can't look past a guy called the Miracle Man who has no fear of death. He beat death. You keep you keep bring, you keep bringing that up, but because at as the same we get close to this fight, I don't know if it's me convincing myself or just me holding out hope for this brother that he has a definite shot. The thing about it is. You better hope he doesn't have a shot. You better explain that one, brother. Oh, because if if Daniel Jacobs ends up beating Triple G, the Triple G Canelo's off. So Triple G, for, I mean, Daniel Jacobs versus Canelo wouldn't be big, bro, if he beats Triple G? Nah, because I honestly think the only person, y'all, we've already talked about this, the only people I think that can beat Triple G is going to be Canelo or Andre Ward, who's going to be in that same weight class. No, I think so, if Daniel Jacobs beat Triple G... This changes everything. This changes everything in the 160-pound division. So Everything. So the thing about it is here, because you know my memory sucks. Like, And even though you're the, ones who, you're the one who does all the drugs. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> These are the jokes, people. These so, are the jokes. Hold on. Let me pull. Man, Daniel Miracle Man Jacobs, March 18th versus Triple G. And that's one of the few highlights of all the fights that are getting lined up this year. This is turning out to be another great year for the sweet science. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available in iTunes, App Store, and Google Play. And make sure you tell your friends about us. Share the love. Share the wealth. We go, we go on and we can see everybody out there clicking and everybody playing. Still haven't figured out who you are in Ashburn, Virginia? Hit us up. We want to know. We want to show you some love or just tell us we suck. That's fine with me. You know, I saw some people in Oregon. We saw some plays in Venice, Italy. All through Washington because we're taking over the Northwest. If you didn't know, this is town business right here. We are definitely taking over the Northwest. What you looking up? Besides, are you just looking up more pictures of me? Seeing how great I am? Just search Sunny LMD. See a big picture of me with my thumbs up. Daniel Jacobs, the miracle man. Better pull out a miracle if he wants to be Triple G on March 18th. Now, Deontay Wilder is supposed to be coming back to fight soon against Andre Wazlecki. Wazlecki? Did you hear about that? Yeah, about how he got caught. He got caught doing the PEDs or, or something like that. He got caught doing the PEDs. He it's, got caught doing the PEDs. Like, you walked in the room. Hey, man, what you doing? PEDs, <laughs> girl? You don't want no part of this. <laughs> so, it um is... Now, that's not the only person. I forgot who the other guy was. That's not the only person who... Uh, the Kub- Kubrick Pulev was the other guy that Wilder was supposed to face. No, he was supposed to face Bermain Severn. Same thing. Didn't pass the test. For PEDs. That's two heavyweight champions right now. That's two of them right there. What are you looking up? 
You still with me? No, I'm not with you, man, because I just signed in here, and I don't know whether they updated the site, but uh, they're making me sign in, so I'm sitting here trying to log into Boxtrap so we can look up, but they're saying these passwords or this uh, username is already taken. That's wrong right there. It's uh, talking squared circle. Jeez. That, no, it's, that's, that's, still not, that's still not it. What would you do without me? I don't know. What would you do without no, me? No, it's... No, it's 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 this guy over here entertaining. Now, Lamont Peterson, like I said earlier, is facing a David Avanyasen on February 18th. This guy's 22-1 with 11 KOs, and he is currently the WBA interim world title champion. Um, so this should we're gonna find out who this dude is. I know I've seen him fight once before. This should be an easy win for Lamont Peterson to get his name back in the mix after that controversial win he had over Felix Diaz. Now, Eurokas Gamboa signed into Golden Boy. That's just another body for them to, to, to bang up. Billy Joe, stop talking. We only, I assume you're even mentioning this Triple G stuff just to try to stay relevant because your last fight was so boring and nobody cares about fighting you. Now, Deontay Wilder needs an opponent. Now, they are talking about Big Baby versus King Kong. Or should we take one of these guys and feed him to Wilder? What do you think? I still wanted the. I still wanted the. I still wanted Deontay Wilder to take the winner of the Louis, uh, the winner of the Joshua Anthony and Joshua in the Klitschko fight. So that's what I think he should. That's what I think he should wait on. Of course, while they're fighting, he should take another probably tomato can somebody he can walk through to, that way he doesn't have any ring rust. Uh, but once that fight's over, that's who he, they should be lining up over before anything else. You're coming in over 200 right now. I just got a text from Al Heyman. He wants to know what you're doing uh, next couple of weeks there Maybe with Deontay Wilder. Nope. It's too <laughs> big. <laughs> I won't fight almost. He's <laughs> he got. Did he you has, bring Fight Night back on uh, on PS4? Yeah, I still wouldn't even do that, man. I couldn't even. I couldn't even finish. I couldn't even finish that because my boxer kept getting knocked out and pissed me off. <laughs> man, throwing the controllers. Something that sucks about wireless controllers, huh? Now. Deontay Wilder, hopefully we can get you an opponent here soon because you're going to need ones. Now, I, I saw a great article earlier today. and it was, it was something that we've probably talked about before when it comes to other fighters, whether it's Triple G, um, Vladimir Klitschko, Deontay Wilder. And every now and then you'll, you'll get a good piece about some writer or analyst trying to give you the formula or game plan to beat a fighter. A good one I saw was, um, it has to do with Chocolatito. Um, it, it's trying to say, you know, it, it's, it's basically how to fight Roman Gonzalez. I don't know if there's a way to really fight Roman Gonzalez. You got to fight him toe-to-toe and hope you, hopefully you have the jaw and you have the stamina to keep and up with him. Carlos Quadras did the best job I thought so far. That's the reason why they were looking at that rematch. Um, and then you had that other, you had that other kid, what was his name? Which one? The monster that they want him to fight? Yeah, the uh, the Japanese guy. Here, let me look up. Let Nuyo. Me look him up. Uh, yeah. Inoue. 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 Yeah. Naoya yeah. Inoue. Naoya Inoue. Something like that. But anyway, like, but the way that those have is with those with those lighter weights, you know how many they throw the punches and barrages. So you have to stay busy. You have to have the stamina and you have to be able to have the, uh, 
the jaw to stay up, just stay up with him and keep up with stamina. Um, that's the only way that you're going to beat him. You're not going to really outbox him because he's a boxer. You're just going to have to be able to take that punishment and hope for decision. Because I don't think you're going to be able to knock somebody like uh, Chocolate Tito out. No, you got to so just going you got it. You got to make it close. You got to make it ugly, and hopefully you can steal some rounds. Yeah. So which is which is definitely possible. Yeah, Chocolate Tito, man. It's 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 one of those things. It's good and bad that he's that he's so small. Because if he was just maybe 10 pounds naturally heavier, he would be a money-making oh. machine and force to be reckoned with. You talk about Roman Gonzalez, Chocotillo, right? Yep. I mean, yeah, he's... I think just because of his weight class alone, he's not going to ever be like a main... Mm -hmm. He's not going to be the main event um, unless it's probably a smaller card overseas or something like that. Uh, but other than that, though, he's, he's still going to get work. He's always getting picked up and usually is the... Uh, the co-main event or like just one or a couple under under the main events. Now with some of these top fighters like Triple G, Chocolatito, that seem invincible, like even Andre Ward, like how would you fight an Andre Ward? Because like we heard last week with, not last week, the week before with Zach Cooper. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a computer. Computer. And he just takes the first couple of rounds to try to figure you to out. analyze it. It's. How would you beat an, how would you beat a computer besides unplugging them? You got to do the same thing that you got to do the same thing that we they they do. You got to sit there and realize that a person's tendencies, but also at the same thing with any sports, you have to act. You can't react. You can't go off by whatever somebody else is fighting. You have to impose your will on somebody. So you and then just a lot of times is you don't even have to be the better skill or skilled boxer. You just got to get off first and hopefully catch them off guard. Right. It's usually a lot of the basics is the reason why mm -hmm. you know. Your your basics is going to be your foundation. Whoever has a stronger foundation It's just like a. It's just like my first fight. The my coach told me the person who's in better shape is going to win your fir win the first fight, which is true. And that's the basic. That's the most basic thing that you're going to get. No matter no matter how your punching power, no matter how your your reflexes are, if you can't, anything. if you're tired, you're yeah. not going to fight. After one or two, like one of the fights we saw in there, I can't. Even, I don't even remember the guy's name. I think it was. Uh, oh, it, it, it was this one. It was a local fight. It was Richard Van Sicklin versus Justin Davis. Yeah. That's when dude got hit with the body shot. This was at the EQC. Yeah. In the first round, he got hit with a body shot and just said no. Yeah, he just he was just like he no, just no, I don't nope, want. He was like it. I don't I'm want done. no more. No more. But that wasn't even stamina. That was just you need to do a little bit more side crunches, a little bit more sit ups or something like that because he turned his whole body and just was like I, I can't do it. We saw a reality hit a couple people this weekend. Mm -hmm. That dude right there. No, so that. um the guy who made his uh, pro debut, which actually I got hit up a lot about, like because uh you know how we did the intros for Zach mm -hmm. Cooper and we had those on Snapchat. You know, shooter underscore SC101. You can be able to look that up, too. Um, uh, Shatan Wilson uh, made his pro debut out of Seattle, and he fought this guy named uh, Carlos Villanueva. Now, if you guys looked at this fight, it was by – this is why you can't go off looks alone because yeah. one dude probably had him by about six <sighs> inches. Shatan should have saved his money on the outfit. He should have saved his money on the outfit. His outfit was nice, though. It was nice. It, it was nice. He had a little about billions thing going it on right there because, nice. yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. what was that, fsstudios.net he had on there, too, just like just like Adrian that's Broner. Right, that's right. Now he's so, about broke. Yeah. He's about broke right now. <laughs> so, and then Carlos building okay. the wave, it was this short, stocky – just looked like he was one of those Mexican fighters that were just out of shape and just by looking. And I'm alone, pretty sure they pulled him from the crowd. If not, he got the fight 
not too he far took, before. He took it. He took it to him. He sh- he went off first. He was shorter. He 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 got his punches off first, and he made it ugly, and he outworked him. Yeah. And, and that's and then, just the ba- that's just the basics. Outworking somebody. And the most important punch in boxing is going to be the jab. You got to touch him. You got to keep it out there. You got to you got to you got to touch him. You got to keep it out there. Shatan didn't do it. And and that's I feel like that's going to be the basic if you want to beat someone like an Andre Ward too. Hey, you gotta keep hold the on. Jab. Gotta gotta alert breaking news. Okay. Oscar De La Hoya arrested early Wednesday on suspicion of DUI, according to California Highway Patrol. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what was he wearing and was he in drag? <laughs> now, I hope he wasn't racing in drag because that's just way too easy. That's the, that's just way too much. Too that's easy. way too easy. <laughs> no, but uh, uh I just had to I throw that in there. Right? Slips. Wait, you're in a slip, though. No, I want to race you for your slips. Oh, God. Golden boy. These are the jokes, people. I hope he doesn't like golden showers. That'd be horrible. You're you're terrible, man. You you know what? You have it, and then you just too much. Just too much. Just too much. But But, that's why I'm not a comedian. But anyway, it's just uh, that's how you beat somebody. You have to outwork. You have to outwork them. Uh, We can go back to we can go back to the circuit Kovalev for Andre Ward. You can say Andre Ward outworked him. I mean, he got the de- he won. He got the decision, he got the decision, and he came he came back, and that's why everybody said he took over the later rounds. And just just outworking somebody and staying busy and getting off first is just it was enough the for basic. the judges. It was just enough for the judges. So it, it, that's regardless how you be- of what the general boxing consensus believes, mm-hmm. the judges there saw that. You know what they say? Uh, you you always heard the quote. It was like, you know why the Yankees are so good? Why? Because everybody's staring at the pinstripes. <laughs> so it's just like. A lot of people are shook before. It's just like Duke. A lot of people are shook before they step on the court because of the name alone. So when you run into somebody who like a Chocolatito, Iron Mike Tyson, Tyson, those cats that, you know what, that's got to be probably one of the scariest things too. It's just like Mike Tyson. I ain't scared of him. I ain't scared of him. And then you're right there Because it's like, uh, just like Mike said, he was like, he mastered the art of skullduggery. So he said, you know, (laughs) by the time we got in the ring, you know, it was already over. You had already thought, you had already thought that, you know, you were going to lose. If you, because... If your coach, your trainer comes up to you and you says, hey, hey, we got this kid out, whether you heard of him or not. He's 19 years old. He has 22 not, He has 22 fights. How tall is he? It doesn't matter. He has 22 fights. He has 21 knockouts. And he has 19 of them in the first two rounds. Okay. Who, are, who the hell are you think you're going to change that? Oh. You're going to get a little bit shook before you walk in there. But that's what I'm fighting next? That's who, you're, that's who you're fighting next. So it's just, um, but when you have... People like Buster Douglas walking in there is like, look, I'm I'm determined to beat this guy. I don't care who it is. I don't care what his name is. He got off first and he outworked Tyson. So that's what you got to do to beat somebody like a a Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez, though. So it's gonna it's gonna be hard yeah, because that him, yep. it, because his aura and his presence and then his ring generalship is just gonna allow him to take over. But you can't you really can't care who you're fighting or who you're mm. who you're going against. Now, I was also just reading, too, that Andre Ward, I guess, is going to be traveling to the U.K. to watch the Chris Eubank Jr. fight. So, who's my favorite boxer right now? Sonny Hill. Okay, Andre Ward. Okay, Andre Ward. I don't want to hear nothing out of his mouth until I hear a rematch coming rematch up. Rematch with Kovalev. Yeah, I like like I love him. I love him to death. And then uh, just like later. just like our interview we had two weeks ago with Zach Cooper, he said he has nothing else to prove. Technically, he doesn't, but as a competitor, you do. As a competitor, as a competitor, uh, about, you let's do. Put it like this, as a competitor in the modern age during the internet, you better have something to prove or just give up an online life. Because 
you're going to have the opposite reaction of Dave Chappelle and Rick James. People are going to see you walking down the street and be like, ah, no Kovalev rematch. You know, yeah. They will pound you. People like people that have nothing to do with boxing or people just just hate you for not taking the rematch will hound you and blow your Twitter. They will go after your kids. Nine times out of ten, I speak from a, um, an athlete's perfe- perspective. And I can't, I if I if it's too close for comfort, we have to go again just for the simple fact that I need to know for myself that I beat you. And of course, if you already put it out there that you think it's going to be easier, you said you haven't that we haven't seen the best Andre Ward, then that means it should be easier. Then show, then show us, then show us, then show us, man. Prove so, it. so I don't care who he's going to go fight. I need to see you in the I ring. I need to see, see you in ring against Kovalev against Kovalov. I need to see that for sure. Now we got a big stacked fight card this weekend. HBO After Dark Showtime coming up on the HBO After Dark card. We got Saddam Ali trying to get his way back in contention. He was supposed to be set up for a possible shot against maybe Pacquiao because he lost his title. He lost his shot at the title to Jesse Vargas, who then got a shot with Pacquiao. Hey, before we continue, man, now that we got this back up and running, man, I just wanted to say this. Uh, going back just a, just a couple of rounds um, when we were talking about the Miracle Man, the Miracle man mm-hmm. Daniel Jacobs versus Canelo. Finally got this up. I apologize for you guys. Okay. You really think the person who beat the way that he fought Sergio Moore is going to beat Canelo Alvarez? He dismantled Peter Quillen. No, I, that's not Peter Quillen is not Canelo Alvarez. He dismantled He's, Peter, P- Peter Quillen. Quillen is, no, Peter Quillen is not Canelo Alvarez. Triple G better not do what he did with Kell Brook. No, no, no. That's not what I asked you. Why are you avoiding the question? Can be, if no, he, no. The way that he, the way that Daniel, we're going off his last fight. We're going off his last fight. So if we're going off last fights, Daniel Jacobs, the way he fought Sergio Mora, and then coming off Canelo, the way he fought Liam Smith. Do you see? Can you see that? Because he was Daniel Jacobs was sloppy against Sergio Mora, and it looked ugly. He beat him. But I know he wanted to beat him so bad that his he's went outside his game plan, but he did get the victory. If he beats Triple G, it doesn't matter about his previous card because that means he corrected every single possible thing to beat Triple G. And that's going to leave Canelo shook because Triple G is probably the most feared man in boxing right now. Canelo does not fear this man, but he doesn't mind letting his handlers decide where he should go. His handlers are worried about his money. They're not worried about. The, they're not worried about. Canelo the fight can fight. He could fight Triple G in, in in May and still be worth just as much as September. Because that's if it's a, a lie. great fight, that's a, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. If they're not, if they're both not undefeated, the fight's going to lose its value. That's what I'm saying. If Triple G fought Canelo right away instead of him fighting Chavez Jr. and they lost, and Canelo loses, he's still just as valuable in September either with a rematch or even for tri- even. If Daniel Jacobs beats Triple G and fights Canelo, Daniel Jacobs don't got an undefeated record. Neither does Canelo either. Triple G is the only undefeated record on there. First of all, we both acknowledge that the loss to Floyd Mayweather does not count. Okay, I'll give you that one. That does not count. So you're saying that by if the Miracle Man pulls off a miracle, it's not good. It's not going to hold the same value. It won't hold the same. Value. It's not going to hold the same value. Probably right. You're probably right. On I guarantee. That. I guarantee. I guarantee you You're this. Probably right on I that. guarantee you this. And mark my words. If Peter, if, uh, if Daniel Jacobs beats Triple G, the Chavez Canelo will pull more numbers in at Canelo 
than that Canelo Daniel Jacobs will. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Now let's just throw, let's just play de- uh, devil's advocate. What if Chavez Jr. decides, hey, I heard Sonny might have another streak going on at Showtime. It could win something. Let me just go ahead and beat Canelo. Um. Um. Is he, he tra- re- is he training in Mexico or is he training? Because if he's training in Denver or he's training in any other states states that have legalized <laughs> weed, he won't be able. He doesn't have the discipline to do it. Uh, we'll he see. loves he loves chronic. Can't. He okay, loves so that, he, that, uh, he loves chronic more than he loves training. Right, he uh, won't beat let's him. Let's go down this list. So Mexico off the list can't train. In yeah, Mexico. that's what I'm saying. Can't train in Nevada now. He can train in if he trains in Utah. If they have the fight in Utah. Then maybe. Ooh, Are they even? Last name Chavez, not allowed in Utah. Sorry, oh. bud. Sorry. They, they got a two black person ratio there. That's it. <laughs> so, none. So, none at all. Not even no, my marriage. No. We're talking not about we're talking about marriage. a guy who you've seen train in his own living room because he was too lazy to go to the gym. He likes chronic. He got beat by a, a 40 year old Sergio Martinez. This what is going to be good for the Mexican fans on Mexican. Would be Chavez Jr. like training to the, like, the chronic album? That would be typical. That would be typical. That's not great. That's ty- that's that's typical. I hope Canelo dismantles this man and makes him retire. He's still and no. Stop now, now, boxing. as much as I'm talking, Chavez is still dangerous. He is. Because the thing He's is, you don't know, dude. you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't know which Chavez you're gonna get. That's right. That's the scary. That's the thing. That's the scary thing is nine times out of ten you're probably gonna get the smoker Chavez, but this is an actual fight. There's something beyond the money, his dad's name, or anything else. He should have been. Is, he should have been had that. Yeah, he yeah. should. You should have been. You're using your dad's name. But anyway, that's yeah. what. I, that's what I just wanted to get back with. I'm sorry to get off track for you guys, but um, the only way that it's gonna, the only way that I saw saying, you better hope Triple G wins. Um, Daniel Jacobs gonna be a tough out, but you better hope Triple G wins if we're waiting for this big money fight. Triple G better not do what he did with Kell Brook, like to Daniel Jacobs, and let him get some free shots. I think he'll probably. He'll probably handle it like David Lemieux, but we'll, we'll, we'll get in that as we get closer to March. Yeah. Let's get back to Saddam Ali okay. versus Jorge Silva. Jorge Silva is a guy that he's he's one of these guys. We're going to pull up his record real quick, and he's more famous for his probably for his, his losses than anything else. So, so let's see, who is he facing in the ring? He, he's, he's bigger than Saddam Ali, who's coming in at 147 for this. So let's see, he lost to Joshua Clotty at 154. Was well, uh, Kama guy, Pablo Cesar Cano, Alfredo Angulo. So he's got he's been in the ring with some tested vets. Yeah. So Saddam Ali, this guy is no slouch. The odds are, I can't even say the odds are he won't knock you out because Jesse Vargas shouldn't have knocked you out, and you got knocked out, bro, because you should have been on track to fight maybe Timothy Bradley, then Pacquiao, considering that you're like Olympus, you got that Olympic pedigree. And then Jesse Vargas handled him. Just handed him. Let's go down to Dom Ali. See, has he fought anybody else besides Jesse Vargas? No. No. Let's see. Oh, I see a shooter, Sonny L. Yeah, no. Nobody on that list. So, Saddam Ali. You're lucky we allow you to fight in the U.S. for one. With, with, sounds, with our current new that president. That sounds real Trumpish. Hey, hey, I hey, was hey, just hey, about hey, to hey, say, hey, that sounds real hey, Trumpish. Hey, I don't make the policies. I'm just being a good American. Yeah. Right. It's not my that, fault. His name is that, something it, September 11th. <laughs> but I want to see this man win because I like this kid. But then when he got beat by Jesse Vargas, I was like, what's real? What's not about him? So this is your shot, Saddam Ali. After that, we got Torino Johnson versus Antonio Gutierrez. 
Toreno Johnson. Now, are you picking? Are you picking somebody for that Saddam Ali or Jorge Silva fight? I'm picking Saddam Ali. He better win. Are you, are you going against the grain on this one? I want to go against the grain. Oh, this guy. I'm going because the thing is, my man got more losses than almost Saddam Ali got fights. Uh, <laughs> the twelve, the twelve losses. So we're talking about somebody who Saddam Ali. His only loss is uh, is Jesse Vargas, but he got knocked out. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna have to out he's gonna have to outbox him stay from the outside. If Jorge if Jorge Silva outworks him, I think I don't I don't think Saddam Ali will have what it takes. Now see now also Jorge Silva's not somebody I'm too keen on, but uh, I have seen him fight before. I can see him outworking him. So you know what? I'll take it just to be the uh, devil's advocate. Okay, okay. Now looking at the rest of this card here, this has gotta be definitely a top ranked card. Because the rest of these guys on here are fighting all these other dudes from Mexico that I'm not sure if we've heard of. Antonio Gutierrez versus Torreno Johnson. You might be familiar with Torreno Johnson because he fought Triple G in the past. Um, and I believe he 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 lost Triple G. He also lost to did he Curtis. Lose a, did he lose to Triple G? You sure? Are you sure? You know what? Are you sure? You know all the, all the unemployed comedians, obviously, in boxing <laughs> podcasts over here. And then he also lost to Curtis Stevens on a controversial one where he got knocked down at the end of the fight, and they had to stop it. What does that say right there with Curtis Stevens? And they're right above yeah. Curtis Stevens. Who did he fight after Curtis Stevens? Mike Garvonsky. Who's Where is he from? I have no idea. Where is he from? He's, oh, he's from, from Tacoma because he's from the town. He was actually supposed to be the headliner this past weekend. He got a shot. Eh, it didn't work out. He lost that one to Torino. But he tried to come back on it. But Torino, he was a good amateur prospect. He's got skills. No knockout power. But he's trying to work his way back up. He's trying to work his way back up. That's Torino. Spelled the same way as Torino, I think. Or, or was it Toretto in Fast and the Furious? Toretto. Toretto, okay. Torino Johnson. T-U-R-E-A-N-O. He's got some skills in it, but I'm not sure if he's got that X factor. If he gets past Antonio Gutierrez, he'll be back in contention again for a possible shot at maybe who knows. This is one of these guys I can see destined to fight maybe one of the Charlo brothers after this fight. We'll see, man. You know what? As much as like in a perfect world, all these matches we want to see if they can get past these certain fighters that we would want to see. But we'll we'll, we'll take that. We'll. It'll happen. It's gonna come. You know why? We'll burn this is that the sweet science. And we are here with your Power Hour of Pure Entertainment. And once we talk our way to the top, we'll become the matchmakers. Make sure you hit us up at facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101 or hit us up at gmail at squared circle 101. And uh, also, just, just so you guys know, you got uh, we got our Twitter account, which is Talking Smack 101. So, and then of course the Facebook is like, we actually put a lot of stuff on Facebook, like just for simple our articles that we've came across. And so like, we try to keep a lot of people informed. Um, I bumped into my boy at the mall and he was like, yo, I was like, you see, I'm making moves. He was like, yo man, I wasn't sure if that was real or fake. And I was kind of complimented by it. Cause I was like, man, what was our, 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 our Facebook.com here, squared circle 101. He's like, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was real or fake. I thought it might've been a scam. And at first I was like a scam, but then I was like, Man, it must look that good because only the scams out there look legit. <laughs> and we look legit because this is Squared Circle 101 and we are here to discuss the sweet science. Now we got Takashi Mira. Mira. Wasn't he on one of the fight of the years? He was 2015 fight of the year. And who did he face in that one? Was it? 
Dang, hold on. I actually just... I want to say I Francisco just, Vargas. Francisco Vargas, yes, because Francisco Vargas just won it for 2016 with his fight with That's a 12-round right, decision with, with Orlando Salido. I like that. I, I let you too. know that when they that when they get he's there, ready to brawl. He's, he's, he's ready that means to brawl. he's trying to work and he ain't trying to lose. So yes, he's ready to brawl now. Takashi Mira is versus Miguel Roman, another guy from Mexico that they kind of pulled out. Same with this guy that Francisco Vargas is facing on the same card. Now he is the headliner. He's fighting a Miguel Burchall. Don't know if these are the same Miguels. I'm gonna assume not. But this is a top rank card. Top rank likes to get their fighters in there against some opponents to try to get some good wins, significant wins, but somewhat legit. Now, Miguel Roman, I tried to look up stuff on this guy, and I couldn't find much on him at all. Every time I tried to click on it, I couldn't get nothing at all. So let's go to let's go to Francisco Vargas, because Takushi Mira, he's a soldier. But Francisco Vargas, Vargas is a guy we want to talk about, because this could be a potential... Fight against Javante Davis. Uh-huh. He's also in that same weight class, maybe mess around with a little Vasile Lomachenko. Now, also, I mean, just like we talked about with uh, Triple G overlooking Daniel Jacobs mm-hmm. for the what's his what's his face? We were talk, just talking about Canelo Chavez. No, 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 not Chavez. Daniel Jacobs got, and Triple G. No, who who did you say Triple G was talking? Oh, against? about Billy Joe. Yeah, Billy Joe Saunders. So uh, Miguel Burchell. 30, 30, 30 wins, one loss, 27 knockouts. You know what? I don't care if those 27 knockouts are from against Jose and Juan in Mexico. That's still 27 knockouts. That's still 27 That's knockouts. 27 so, grown men. So, is, so. This is a good matchup. I'm liking it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking for, I'm actually looking forward to this. This is a guy that I haven't personally seen fight, but just record alone, knockout percentage alone. Is, is anybody else in there that he got on his, on his record that he might have lost? Who's his one loss to? His one loss is to uh, Luis Eduardo Flores. Never heard of him. TKO. Uh, Cristobal Cruz, I've heard of him. So he's got a couple fights in there. So, I mean, the thing, the thing about it, whether they're win percentages or what, he's still, he's getting them out of there. I always look at the, it's like you never judge a fighter or a team on the the 50-50 ones, mm-hmm. you judge them on the ones that they're supposed to win. That's if he right. was supposed to win, he's supposed to supposed win, and he did that. So hey. that's the reason why he's on this card. This was a good matchup by, uh, by I assume, top rank because these are two guys, Francisco Vargas, based on the last few years. He's going to bring entertainment. He's going to bring the brawl. Yeah. And when we got two Hispanic fighters like this, Especially with the knockout it's gonna ratio be right a lot there. Of blood. It's going to be, gonna be a lot of blood spilt this, this uh, on this card. This better not go the distance. Well, these are little guys, but still, it's just better not go the distance because this is your resume. I didn't say he was going to knock down. I said there will be blood. Hey, this is their <laughs> application for Javante Davis because he's going to be the name that everybody's talking about in this division. So you need to make sure that your name is above him, Mr. Francisco Vargas, two-time fight of the year. Fighter, hold that's on, for sure. Hold on. Give me one quick second, too. One because quick it was, second. I was looking at that super soup. The adventures of super. What was we looking at that right? Yeah, super family. So yes, Burchett there, and that's for the HBO After Dark card. Mm -hmm. This is their first card of 2017. Not the most impressive one, considering the way that the PBC has been bringing it. I, but I'm not. I'm not going to say. It's gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not going to say it's not going to be impressive. It's going to be the well. You got to think though. I mean, I think we've been spoiled by the past two years in boxing. Mm-hmm. It's going to. This fight's mm-hmm. taking place on January 28th, man. So it's still the first month Which of the year. Which is another great holiday that we should celebrate as well. Why is January 28th a great day for me and you? I don't know why. 
it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. We off work. It's because it's my <laughs> man Shooter's birthday. How old are you going to be? Like 21, 22, yeah, 23? It's something around there. It's actually the 27th. But, oh, uh, or that's how old she's going to be. 21, 22, 23. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, so. But that's going to be another great weekend. It's a holiday weekend for us. And if you're out in west of Washington and you want to have a good time, hit us up at facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101 and see what Shoot is doing. Because it's going to be live, y'all. Did you just say it goes down in the DMs? It goes down in the DMs. <laughs> You're stupid. It goes down. Now, Showtime got the card that I like. It's a little bit more stacked. It's got some good names in it. Some names that you've heard of and names you haven't heard of. Now, one of the the first opening fight on the list that I saw was Ivan Redkitch versus Demon Brook. Let's look up Demon Brook. Now, Ivan Redkitch is a Showbox new generation guy who's been on multiple fights. He had one fight against... A name on this card, Dejan Zlatichinen. Zlatichinen. And then he has another loss to another fighter who we've mentioned multiple times. Tevin Farmer. Tevin Farmer. And this is what I love about Tevin Farmer right now. How many? What's Tevin Farmer's record? He's 21 and 4. And 1, and he's making his statements. Yeah. So we got your man, Shatan Wilson. Pro debut. Didn't get it. This is the living proof, though. Just because you lose those first two doesn't mean it stops. Yeah. Because Tevin Farmer is found the right niche, and he's on the right path. Oh. Ivan Redkitch is no slouch. No slouch at all. At all. He got KTFO by Dejan Zlatichinen. Now he gets a chance to redeem himself against Demon Brook. Let's look up. De- I'm, I'm sorry, Demon Brook. I'm gonna assume it's a brother. Let's you're, look always, on. you're always you're always messing up black people's names, man. Let's let's make it's sure he's a brother. It. Oh man, I did mess that up. My bad. <laughs> my bad, Demon. My bad. My bad. Who spells it? D O M O N. Well, I guess that's pretty obvious. Demon, Demon Brook. Well, well, you can run your mouth. You guys are in the same weight class. Tell it to his face. I'll tell it to his face right here, right now. Right, on right the here. internet. Okay. <laughs> on the internet. Now he need to worry about Ivan Catch. This dude's bad. He's. He was in that Showbox New Generation, one of these up-and-comers. Then he crossed paths with Dejan. That was his first loss. So he's trying to build his way back in. After that fight is a David Benavidez. Now, this is a guy I want to talk about. Because David Benavidez has a record of 16 wins, 15 KOs. B-E-N-A-V-I-D-E-Z. David Benavidez. And he's going against a... Shirali Mara? Mamra? Mama Jonov? Hoanov? Jonov? Hoanov? Man, these, you know what? Can we You know what? That's one thing. You know what? We're having some good old fashioned nicknames. You know what? That's what? That's still racist. You know what I love about boxing, man? It it don't matter what your name is, man, because people will learn it once once you get noticed, man, and once you really start putting it. Just like uh, Zlatichinen. Just like uh, Zlatichinen. Dejan? Zlatichinen. So it's, um, we're going to see. We got, uh, so Shirali, 14 and 1, going against David uh, Benavidez, 16 and 0, 15 knockouts. So we're gonna we're gonna see how this plays out, especially seven knockouts. So we got a boxer versus a puncher. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm all I'm I'm all for it, man. So it's I could uh, I could do what most people do and just start guessing because it's a 50-50. I can either be right or I can either be wrong. But the great thing the, the great thing about this is 
you're going to get our full our full breakdown on the fight once we get in there, and then we'll let you know if they're worth uh, staying up with. Because this is a squared circle 101. These are the lessons we learning and you're learning with us because this is your power hour of pure entertainment. Bear witness as we talk our way to the top. You don't understand. We had some buzzing hookups this weekend, and we will succeed. Now, David Benavidez, he was pure excitement. We've seen him fight a couple times. Also on this card is a Josh Taylor. Who he's a young up and comer. He's got what? How many fights? Seven, seven fight, wins, seven, seven knockouts. knockouts. Yeah. Is he at least American with a name like Josh Taylor? Nah, he's from United UK. Uh, what's his name? What's his nickname? The alias? The what? Tornado? The tornado. What's that say? The Tartan Tornado. What the heck is a Tartan? Man, well we gonna find out. We gonna, we gonna find, find out. out come seven Saturday. wins, seven KOs. Mister Josh Taylor versus Alfonso. Olivera, Oliviera. That's one of my good friends' uh, names, Josh Taylor. He's a punk, though. Good friends, but he's a punk. Yeah. So I'll tell you one thing about this. Uh, Alf- uh, Alfonso, he's fighting Oliveira. He's fight. He fought one of my favorite fighters. Of course, he got lo- He lost to an unanimous decision. He lost to a Ryan Cowboy Carl. Ooh, Ryan Cowboy Carl. So and y'all know how y'all know how I feel about uh, Ryan Cowboy Carl. Man, this is a guy with uh, 13 wins with nine knockouts. So he actually was able to step out and take him to unanimous decision. So he's no slouch. Ryan Cowboy Carl is exactly who, he's the American version of Canelo. Yes, he's a te- Texas. He's from Texas, so so uh, we don't know. Same daddies, you know, you Possibly. never know because they look Possibly. exactly they look exactly the same. Matter Long of fact, lost brothers. Hey man, that's right. your hey that's your job this week, man. I need you. I need you to put no. I need you to put a side by side portrait of Canelo and Ryan Carl up I together and let them know if they're brothers or not. See, and send it out to them. Just send it out to them like <laughs> Ryan Carl better uh, get some of that money. Do some ancestry.com. See how, how if they're related or not. See if he signs to De La Hoya. It's I'll try to hit up De La Hoya. I don't know. He might. I have to set up the account, have, have him hit me up, collect. Man, this it, man, did you put money on his books? I will, because he's the golden boy. Now, also on that card is a Jorge Lara. This is another up-and-comer with uh, Josh Taylor. I believe he's got 20 wins. And we're looking up the KOs right now. Jorge, J-O-R-G-E, Lara. Not to be mistaken with Erislandy. Or Jorge Silva. Or Jorge Silva. Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm got, glad I got a name like Sunny Hill because I ain't got to worry about looking that up and see. No, from no, Guadalajara, Mexico. 28 wins, 20 KOs, 2 draws. Let's look at this guy's I'm not, resume. I'm not, I'm not counting the draws. So one of his draws is his fifth fight of his career. And then his, uh, his second to Ooh, his last his fight. Draws. Yeah. That's a, that's a known fighter. Fernando Montiel, he won by KO. That's a good solid win. Scroll up. Was that his last win? No, so his last win was against Fernando Montiel, who got slept by Nonito Donaire, two-time world champion, not a slouch. So that is a especially good, solid fi- especially win. with a fifty-four and five record. Yeah. So oh. you talk about somebody who's been through the grinder. So like you know somebody, you know anytime you fight somebody like that and you knock them out, they know how to survive in the mm-hmm. fight. So if they couldn't survive in the fight, that means you really got power and you really got skills. So Jorge Lara. Hopefully we talk more about you because I like seeing fighters that got that 28-22 KOs like that. That high, that high knockout ratio. I love it. Especially, well, how big is this guy? This guy's got, he's fighting at 122 pounds. He's a featherweight. Ooh, that's some power in it. That's some power. I wouldn't talk smack to him. That's for sure. Also yeah, you on, would. Yeah, I would. I definitely would. Now also on this card is Lee Selby versus Jonathan Barros. Jonathan Barros is no slouch. 
Are you familiar with him at all? No. I know Lee Selby, though. Lee Selby is, is one of one these of, guys. Who's in one of the best uh, champion Ooh, divisions in right uh, now. He's right that there. Feather, that featherweight division. He's right there in that same division as a possible Carl Frampton, Leo Santa Cruz. Oscar Oscar Valdez. Oscar Valdez, even. The uh, that new cat that they had in there too. That one, the one white. Who's that one white dude that everybody likes? He's not really white. He's Russian. Val- Lomachenko can fight in that same division. Mm-hmm. Gary Russell Jr. is not too far away. Man, that's a stacked division. I want to see some of these bras go down. I want to see them go down. Now, let's look up Jonathan Barrows. He's no slouch. I've seen this guy fight a couple times. He, this is a good, solid, this is a good stay-busy fight for Lee Selby because I do know all he wants to do right now is is unify these titles. He He's hoping to catch Carl Frampton, Leo Santa Cruz winner. Now, Gary Russell's still out there in the mix. He needs, I think he needs to be more vocal instead of just kind of sitting back. And well, he was he was vocal at the same time at, during the, what was it, the first Carl Frampton, the mm-hmm. first Carl Frampton versus... Uh, Santa Cruz. Uh, yeah, Leo Santa Cruz. He was more vocal, and he was sitting... Who, who was he sitting right next to? He was sitting right next to the other featherweight uh, champion. So it was him... Not, I think he was. I think it was Lee Selby who was sitting right next to. He has been vocal, so it's just him actually getting the fight. Um, Good sack. I need to. I, I need to see that. But you know, you got you got so much. If uh, Carl Frampton does pull this off, um, I can see him fighting Lee Selby first. We'll talk about that in a second here. Let's look at Jonathan Barrows real quick. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's go back. Jonathan Barrows, Lee Selby. Click on that. Let's see. He's forty-one wins. Four losses, twenty-two knockouts. Games. So he's seen everything under the sun. He, you ain't got nothing that he ain't seen, Mister Lee Selby. Yeah, with your nice British accents. He got, he got, he got almost double your wins. He got double your wins, even though he has four losses, man. So he's is something about these hey, veterans, man. We witnessed two veterans at the Emerald Queen this past weekend. Yeah, out here in Tacoma, Washington, who came in. And got wins when they weren't supposed to. Exactly. Because they seen everything you've got. Now, a couple of his losses on there is from Eurogas Gamboa. Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia. Those are legit losses. So this guy has been in there with the upper echelon. He's been there with the higher classmen. He's been in there with the best. And then you look at it, too. So Eurogas Gamboa, he was a unanimous decision. And then uh, in the eighth round, uh, eight out of ten rounds, he got a uh, TKO versus uh, Mikey Garcia, that and that was a and that's a former ch- that's a former champion too. So who's trying to get his belt back? Yeah. Because up next is Dejan Zlatichinin versus Mikey Garcia. Now, this is a fight that I've actually been really looking forward to. Mikey Garcia to me is should be yeah. one of the best. You need him to prove. You want him to prove it still. He need to prove himself to me with his two year layoffs. I understand the the contracts. He was a, ch- he the was a champ. He stuff. was he was undefeated. He's still undefeated, but now he's fight facing a guy, Dejan, D E J A N. Then. Zlatichinin. Z L A T I C A N I N. Now his highlights are legit. If you just go search his highlights, he's legit. He's got twenty two wins, fifteen KOs. And his wins are over, like, Ivan Redkits. Who's that right down there? Ricky Burns. Ricky Burns. Former world champion. And if you even go down the list some more, let's see here. Anybody else we, we might have heard of in there? Uh, nah. Is that Shooter? No, maybe. Uh, yep, there's a Shooter there. He KO'd up. Peter Petrov, yeah. I've seen heard of him. Now, so Dejan Zlatichkin. So if Mikey Garcia beats Zlatichkin, then how are you going to feel about him? 
then we're at zero. We're at zero because he's had such a big layoff. I'm surprised that he's jumping into a fight with this guy with no, with no tune-up. So I give him that because this is a fight he could potentially lose. Now, I think Mikey Garcia is on another level and needs to prove that he's on another level because they are fighting at what, – what is this fight at? 130, 135? Yeah. Ooh, you better bring it, Mikey. You better bring it. Let's go to the 135-pound division. Let's see who else is on there because you better bring it, man. Because I like – the reason why I like Mikey Garcia is because he chose to represent the USA instead of Mexico for the Olympics. So I like him a lot because I also like his brother Robert Garcia. He's a good trainer. But where's Mikey at? Uh, WBC, he's ranked second. Now, so, if you ever want to go back to one of our old episodes, go to episode five. We had a good was debate. episode five? That's the one where I owned you on Mikey Garcia not being ranked number two. Oh, that was a lie because you did not own me. Even your pop said I killed you on that one. How much? He's old. What does he know? <laughs> what does he know? Nah, but uh, the lightweight division, you got a, you got a lot you got a lot of contenders. Not even contenders. You just got a lot of people. Terry Flanagan, Felix Verdejo, who has a fight coming Ooh. up. Thank God he's back. You well, know, from God his motorcycle. Back. Robert, Robert Easter Jr., Jr., who we like a lot. You Jorge got Den- Linares. Hey, Dennis Shafakov. 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 Anthony Krola, who has a fight coming up. With he has a rematch with Jorge Linares. Yep. Hey, Mikey Garcia, you can make a statement. You're not too far away from the 130-pound, too, with Vasily Lomachenko, Francisco Vargas. I think you can still make 130. He's still a little small for 140 right now, but who are you picking on? Is it... I'm taking Mikey Garcia. Because I'm not sold on Mikey Garcia. You don't, I think... have to be, you don't have to be sold on it, but at the same time, a lot of times you were sold on a lot of things and you still were wrong, so... Uh, I'll take I'm taking Mikey Garcia just for the simple Good. fact that he's Good. a former champion. Because I'm taking Dejan so, Mustard. Look, look, being a former champion, you knew what it takes to you did what it takes to get to the pinnacle. Thanks for recognizing me as a former champion. No, I appreciate. That. No, look, we're not talking about uh, ski ball. We're not talking about. At least you can admit your defeats. I didn't even play you. You were playing by yourself, and you still sucked. But at the same time, oh, since he he's he's already he's already reached the pinnacle, so. There's nothing that Dejan Zlak, Zlak uh, teaching and can do to really, I don't think, impose his will to defeat him. But what about what he has to lose? This is a name that, this is the last time we can ever pronounce this guy's name possibly if he loses this fight. This is a guy, he's from some country, I'm going to guess to say Eastern European, because he's from that Showbox New Generation crew. Okay. Uh, There's a chance he was out there hunting with Provodnikov before he became a fighter. So, he has real so, no real so fan me, base so in the U.S. No, probably no fan me this, base. Tell me this: somebody with twenty two wins and fifteen knockouts who's undefeated. Well, if he lost a fight, he at least has another fight or two. He at least has two more fights coming from undefeated okay. to be to getting forgotten. Okay, okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Because even because even now, Adrian one. Broner's still relevant. Ah, uh, he's a loudmouth. You're right. I like. It, to see I mean, even Ch- Chavez Jr. still relevant. Okay, okay, I'll give you so that. So you got so one. if you got any kind of talent and you uh and you can make it ugly, there because there's so many fighters who have five, six, seven losses. I mean, hey, ain't no problem, ain't no, ain't no nothing wrong with being a doorkeeper. First mistake loses this fight right here. Mikey Garcia, very, very solid. He needs to impose his will. Which I think he will. Dejan is is the sleeper. Say his last name. Zlatichkinen. Is that close? close enough? That's good enough. Dejan Zlatichkinen. I like the dude. I think he's got style. I like his I like his swag and I think he's hungry enough 
to not let Mikey Garcia impose his will on him. And I won't be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm going with him on the upset. 12-round decision. Dejan Mustard has got this. Got you. Mikey Garcia will suffer his first loss because he's going to be missing top rank right now because he would have got the gift win. But nope. Now we get to the Carl Frampton versus Leo Santa Cruz. Is this the fight. first? Is this our first episode where we're discussing a rematch? This is the first episode we are discussing a rematch. And before we get this, before we get this started, I will always admit when I'm wrong. I took Leo Santa Cruz in the first fight, and then I remember, even though I don't listen to our show, which Black, sounds weird, yeah, Black Johnny Depp. I but get it. one thing I did remember going in on the next show talking about was, and we both agreed, Leo Santa Cruz didn't fight the fight that he was did supposed not, to. Did not. We so both agreed. I'm taking that same stance right now and I will take Leo Santa Cruz again even though right now it's going to be over across the pond no fighting in Vegas they're fighting in Vegas this fighting time in Vegas again sure uh, let me pull this up yep uh, Las Vegas Nevada MGM Grand oh. so they are fighting in Vegas slash Mexico okay so I'm I'm going to take uh, Leo Santa Cruz hopefully he fixed all his mistakes because he still made it entertaining and he still kept coming forward yeah. but he didn't use his range and his reach like he should have so I'm taking that Carl Frampton look Excellent last fight. Okay. This so, is the jackal. He's so, going to look excellent again. So, the first four rounds will determine the fight. Carl Frampton is going to work this boy again, bro. He could. He's going to work this boy again. He could. And don't be surprised if your boy Leo gets knocked out. I don't I'm think he'll get... the ninth or tenth round, possibly. It, it most likely will go to decision. Carl Frampton's trainer, which is Ricky Hatton. Mm -hmm. I think he'll try to push for the knockout. Because especially after the way that fight ended, I can see him trying to do this once Carl and for Frampton all. Carl Frampton is not scared of Leo Santa Cruz's power or the amount of punches he throws. You know, the thing is, you don't, you don't have to because there's so many boxers out where you're not scared of their power. But if that's they, if they, the Jackal. Yeah, that's a good nickname. Yeah, but if you if you box them correctly, it don't have to hurt you. You just got to win. You just got to outpoint that's them. Right. A lot of boxers have made them. a great career out of that. Hey, the first... Four rounds will determine this fight. I guarantee it. Leo Santa Cruz got off to a slow start. They have a lot of opponents that they face the same. But Carl Frampton is on another level right now. Fighting. What? 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 Weight division are they going to be fighting this at? One thirty-five or one forty? Or what? No, I'm sorry. One twenty-six or one thirty? Uh, super world featherweight. So that's one thirty. One thirty. Okay. So. Carl Frampton, the Jackal, is about to get his win in Las Vegas, Nevada against Leo Santa Cruz. Now, I'm glad that you admitted that you were wrong the first time. Because it's going to be great pleasure to hear it again from your mouth when, when you hear that I am right again. And you will understand and acknowledge you can my be, You can expertise. be so used to losing that you have to overdo it when you finally win. I understand. It's okay, you loser. <laughs> Only a loser would know that definition of whatever you said. You're still losing. <laughs> Take your losers and leave Las Vegas on the floor. <laughs> Take. <laughs> Take. Oh, that's hilarious. You don't know where that. You don't know nothing about no dodgeball. Dodgeball, man. Just because you masturbate the same way as freaking. Wait a minute. Why were we? Why were we discuss? This, this doesn't need to be discussed. Mm -hmm. this is, look, there's kids listening. Right. There's kids listening, yeah. man. Hey, it don't become a fitness jock. And then keep your pizza on the side, not for eating. You become like shooter. Oh God, man. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yes, so. Satan, you've called my name. Carl Frampton, the Jackal, will dominate Leo Santa Cruz. 
Yo, Oscar. I'll set up the account. Hit me up. I got you, brother. If you're, what did you get pulled over out again? Vegas, I think. I didn't. I lost it. I didn't. I didn't bring the article back. Okay. Uh, hold on. Give me a call. I'm gonna get you. California. I'm gonna get you in touch with some people I know. If you ain't out already, my man. Hopefully you weren't dressed in drag or drag racing. I hope he wasn't drunk. What's today? Today is. Today's Wednesday. And you'll be listening to this on, on Thursday. Thursday. So if he got pulled over today, that means he doesn't have to wait because it's not the weekend since he doesn't have to wait to get bailed out on Monday. Hey, he should be able to pay his bail on his way to jail. Out. He'll be out by Friday he'll at the be, latest. He'll be out. He should be out in two hours. The if golden gotta, boy. Get that bail bondsman. Well, no, nah, he's got that money. He don't need a bondsman. He don't need no bondsman, man. He, just pay he probably had it on him. Probably, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's what it is. What's my bail going to be in the back of the car? Uh, do you think he tried to pull it out of his bra to bribe him? Leave no, him alone. No, no. Not, oh, not this club, not this club, and the other one right here. Right, right, right. You know what? I got the right fact here that he keeps slip. the fact that the fact that he gets keep getting pulled over and keeps getting in trouble for drugs. That's the reason why Canelo hasn't got the fights he wanted. Right. That because he's too busy living. Golden Boys too. What were too you busy doing listening. in rehab then? Really? What were you doing? Make rehab, better connections? Nah. <laughs> what did uh? What did uh? He say in blow. What did Johnny Which Depp one? say in blow? He said, "I went in." I went in with a PhD when I went to prison. I came out with a master's in drug smuggling. That's all. That's all. Oh, Oscar, 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 Oscar. Hopefully everything's all right. Good thing he's just kind of a figure because we still those got are one, Those are one of those running. things, man. He's going to be all right. That's rich people right, problems. Man. That's rich people problems. He's lucky he's a proud American and that we love him for bringing them that gold medal. So this is another edition of the Sweet Science here. Squared Circle 101. Make sure you tell your friends about us. You can hit us up at facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up at Gmail, Squared Circle 101 or on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Talk some smack to us. Tell us we suck. We need some feedback. We need some information to know how to get better and be better for you. Shout out to IAMRCF.com for showing us support and love. Now that I helped you feel better. Hopefully you got some smiles and laughs in there. Help me feel better again one more time. Failure is not a is a bruise. Failure is a bruise, not a tattoo. So get over it and learn from it. Failure is a bruise, not a tramp stamp. Wait. That was not the quote. I'm sorry. I butchered it. One it more was, time. It was, no, it was close enough. It was close, it was enough. close enough. It was close enough. <laughs> Failure is not a tramp stamp. It's a bruise. Or, what was it again? Failure. Failure is not a bruise. It's, it's a, a <laughs> failure is a bruise, not oh, a tattoo. Failure is I a hate bruise. look, just just, uh, okay. just one more close time. Up, just, let's give him a good no, quote. One no, more time. I'm no, not. No, no, no. I'm gonna so, finish this. I'm gonna finish this Jameson. I'm gonna finish this Jameson and I'm gonna watch the end of Sicario. Alright, squared circle 101. The sweet science bear witness as we talk our way to the top.